Hello and welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast. I am your host, Michael Sherlock. Each one of us holds great potential, and tapping into that potential is my passion and my mission. Shock Your Potential is a global leadership training company dedicated to creating positive, productive, and profitable workplaces. We develop, nurture, train, and guide leaders at all levels and at all points in their career. Through this podcast, I get to interview amazing leaders who are shocking their own potential and the potential of those around them. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and shockyourpotentialpodcast.com. And don't forget to check out my two best-selling books, Tell Me More, How to Ask the Right Questions and Get the Most Out of Your Employees, and Sales Mixology, Why the Most Potent Sales and Customer Experiences Follow a Recipe for Success. Join us now as we meet another great guest. And don't forget, subscribe, rate, and like us today. Thank you for joining us again on another episode of Shock Your Potential. And this is going to be a discussion with somebody about my favorite topic, which is, of course, leadership. So joining me today is Jackie Clearly. Cleary. Clear, clearly, it's Jackie Cleary. You know, it's one of those days. My listeners are used to me totally screwing up names, but I didn't think I would mess up Cleary. And her company is called Exceptional Leaders Lab Executive Coaching. So we're going to be talking about a little bit about her business and coaching. We're going to talk about her top 10 tips, which actually apparently are 11 qualities to develop becoming a more empowered leader. So I love it that she's already breaking the rules. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, what she does every day to help people uh, like you. So first of all, Jackie, thank you for joining us. Thank you, and thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your business. Okay. Um, well, I want to clarify about the business because I am partnered with Exceptional Leader Lab, and ah. I'm also I also have Cleary Coaching and Consulting. And so, in that um, in that those two spaces, I do different things. Um, I do executive coaching. And I do coaching to professional business women. And um, through the leadership lab, I do speaking and training through in corporations. So it's a slightly broader, you know, a broader uh, group of people, but similar in that I'm just more narrowed down in the Cleary coaching aspect of it because I'm working with um, women who need to pivot, change their careers, or just become more empowered in their own leadership. That's excellent. And, you know, I, I work with leaders all over the globe and it's, it's interesting to me that, um, that when we talk about leadership, that there are differences in how people, the confidence level that sometimes they feel as a woman versus a man. And I don't think that's all the cases, but you know, it's, I've had some really amazing conversations with different women saying, I wish I would have had someone to bounce ideas off, to have tell me things like it's okay or go for it. So, you know, when you work especially with women, do you find that you are um, helping them with their confidence along the way if they maybe are, you know, just starting out or are you, you know, helping them at different points in their career when they're having to say, I need to do something completely new and different, but I don't know where to go because I've only done X or do you do all of those things? I kind of do all those things. You know, it kind of depends on the path that the woman is on. I, I'd say 
primarily they are professional women because you know with that brings a whole different uh, set of needs and the needs are things like um, age like some people that are older are pivoting their careers younger women are usually looking to grow their careers and need help with that so being able to be flexible with the population that approaches is, is important um, so I find that there is different needs for different things and, the, and mostly the need to be empowered is universal and mm -hmm. um, and with the with the corporations and the training that I do I try to really emphasize the need for psychological safety in the workplace as well so that's a corporate contribution and then and then the personal contribution of how can I be more empowered in my in my setting that all obviously will help me and it will help my, my company as well I love it. Well, I know we are going to dive into your tips here. So I always, uh, you know, kind of preface this with, you know, my business concept is shock your potential. And so that could be shock your leadership potential, shock your sales potential, shock your, you know, whatever potential, but it's about, you know, people feeling empowered. So I love the fact that we're going to talk about ways to become a more empowered leader overall. So I would just say, let's dive into your list and uh, talk through us one by one. And we'll just talk through each of them a little bit. Oh, okay. Sounds great. Um, so, and the one thing I didn't say, you know, I am pivoting my career also. So, you know, um, oh. I spent the last 35 years being a one-on-one uh, -on -one coach or therapist in a private practice. So becoming a coach is just a, is a movement outside of the office in a different way. And mm -hmm. I think that that's, that's given me a lot of experience with people who are feeling shy or don't have the voice that they want or don't even know who their authentic self is. So mm. I just wanted to add that. So, um, Love that. so as far as the tips go, I, I was joking, the more I study and the more I talk about it, the more I train, the more I come up with more, right? So we started mm -hmm. out with 10 and now it's 11 and I probably <laughs> thought of a couple more while I was preparing to meet you. <laughs> so, so. The top 47 ways to become a more empowered leader. <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, the first one is developing your self-awareness and that has a lot to do with, with um, being um, conscious of what your strengths are, who you are, where you're, where you're, um, weaknesses are if you have any challenges and working to overcome those things you know nowadays we really we really encourage people to play to their strengths you know you don't have to you don't have to work hard if you know your strengths and you know your idiosyncrasies so that's the first one um, I always, uh, I'll, I'll interrupt you. And, oh, and now I can reflect you back at yourself. I always have this mirror whenever I'm talking to people. I'm like, you should always have a mirror around you, not to check your makeup. That, but that right. self awareness is about going, oh, look at that. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe I need to reflect on that right. and have some sort of <clears throat> distance from, you know, a stressor or a something that's bothering you or a work situation to be able to stop enough to be self-aware is an absolute critical factor. Mm -hmm. And in our business, uh, one, of the, one of the things we talk about is building your personal brand. And uh, the definition that they use is the thing, your personal brand is the thing that people say when you're not in the room. And so it's, mm -hmm. it's like, what are you known for? And do you know yourself, do you know yourself authentically or, or do you need to work on that? 
So mm -hmm. um, I think taking the responsibility to to learn about yourself is fun, first of all. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's scary for some people at first, but it's really <laughs> fun. And because we do focus on strengths. Okay, yeah. so the second thing is integrity. Be who you say you are. Yeah. You know, be consistent and, and work on knowing what you're projecting and also what you're telling people. And make sure that that's consistent with what you're doing and what they see. And that is such a, there's a, such a strong tie between that self-awareness and integrity and recognizing what your brand is. I, I talk about the same thing with branding that, you know, it's, you know, what are people saying behind your back mm -hmm. and what do you want them to be saying behind your back? You know, mm -hmm. what is the narrative that you want spoken about you when you're not there? And I think it's important when people have to describe not just, you know, oh, I get things done or, oh, I'm, you know, I'm a hard worker, but you know, that I that we trust that person or, you know, they, you know, you can depend on them. Those elements, you know, that, that, tr that talk to integrity are things that cross every boundary. So no matter what position you're in, they, they match, no matter where you are in your life, they, if they match, they, they match well for, for uh, really showing you as a true person. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So the third one is know what your values are. Probably mm -hmm. should have been number two, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> but know what your values are. You know, if you don't know, you know, get a coach or someone to help you line those out so that you can speak to that. And that will also help your actions be consistent. Um, create priorities. Mm -hmm. You know, all leaders, all leaders have to have priorities, you know, you don't, so that you are predictable, so that you know where you're coming from and so you know what's important. And um, setting priorities every day um, is super easy to start, but you start with the first and your most important one and you go down to five or six and you work through those every day and that in itself builds discipline. And I think, you know, creating, taking time to recognize what your priorities are is a huge effort in self-reflection because it, we tend to think that, that, uh, that everybody else will know what's in our head or what, you know, what's driving us. But our actions don't always match what, what we really are, what we're really thinking, because we're not taking time to make sure that they, that they match perfectly. So I do, I do the same thing with people. Is it's try and really challenge them to write it down and, and see it and look at it and make sure that it matches exactly what you want, but even more important, match that your priorities are actually matched to what you're doing every day, how you're interacting with people you know, how you organize your, your time, your day, your, you know, how you respond. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if, if you don't, it, it uh, creates chaos, you know, in your life. And, yes. and if we're talking about being empowered, chaos is the number one thing to destruct that, you know, you, you don't, you don't want, you don't want things taken away from that. Um, no. So along with that is daily structure. It's another thing. Um, knowing your priorities is one thing, but implementing those into structure is super mm -hmm. important. You know, most of us know that, but we don't do it. Or people tell me that they know that, but they don't do it. So you can start small, you know, anything, anything is progress, but just making sure that your, your structure and priorities match the values that you've set. And all of that should tie together and should dictate how you approach your own growth. Well, and when you think about how many things get thrown at leaders all the time, 
without structure, it's very easy to get overwhelmed mm -hmm. and just continue to say, yes, yes, I can do that. Yes, I can do that. Yes, I can do that. Because a lot of people don't want to be seen as ever saying no to anything. Mm -hmm. But if you never say no to anything or you never, or you say yes to too many things, and then that takes away from important things on your, on your calendar, in your structure, then you're also not living authentically. So eventually that's going to catch up with you and the stress is going to override what kind of good you might be doing by saying yes all the time, thinking yeah. you're going to get more, you know, jelly beans in terms of how people see you. You may be actually setting yourself up for many, a much bigger failure. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. That's super important. And um, the next one, number six is improving self-based skills. And I called it that because you know, there's self-awareness, which we mentioned, but there's self-confidence, self-respect, uh, self-determination, self-control, all of those, but probably being, having been a therapist in my career, you know, you, you think in terms of blocks and what causes people to be disempowered. And, and um, I feel like those, all those self areas need to be analyzed, maybe not all worked on at once, but those are the things that will come in and bite you and keep you from feeling fully empowered in your personal life or in your professional life. Absolutely. Okay. Number seven is accountability. Um, oh, dun, dun, dun. Yes. But I don't um, want to have to have any accountability. Come on. <laughs> and of course this is to ourselves, right? I mean, holding yourself accountable. How many, how many times have you met someone who they just want to avoid and not be accountable to their, to their goals or to what they've said. And, and that can sneak up on you, but it, I put in my um, handout, own your own, you know, just be accountable. Owning your own means taking control, being accountable for all of your decisions, right or wrong, good or bad, and learning from those choices that you make in your life. I used to tell my team, you know, about the, the goal for me when I, you know, lead people is to make sure they know that they can make mistakes and that the decision is what mistakes are you going to make and what ones are really critical and what ones aren't. So I used to say, you know, there's, you can pretty much make any mistake. We can come back from pretty much anything except nothing should burn down. No one should go to jail. No one should die. Those three things, bad. All yeah. three of those things, really bad. <laughs> and I would say it as a joke, but really to emphasize that you're going to make a lot of other mistakes and that's okay. Don't be afraid of them. Don't shy away. Don't hide it come talk to me. If you've made the mistake, we'll figure it out. And, but it's that, it's that uh, getting past your own nerves of even showing a weakness by a mistake that takes people a long time to cultivate in terms of their leadership character, because we're not perfect. None of us are perfect. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the more that I get people to understand it, the better decisions they actually made. Because a lot of times they were making things, you know, waiting till the very last minute because they were afraid of making mistakes. And so they would get themselves in a tizzy instead of getting some other advice or getting some input or thinking through it clearly. And so those reactions turned into worse mistakes, but the more they could be critical about it, the better they, they became at making good decisions. And if not, the dialogues were a lot easier to help them from making those mistakes or similar ones in the future. Mm -hmm. it's, about, it's about giving yourself a little bit of credit to say, okay, mm -hmm. I don't have to be perfect to still be in this position. Right. And when we're trying to be perfect, we're not in our most creative place. We're not in exactly. our, we're not in our authentic self because we're worried so much about the outside opinion. Right. And a lot of that comes from 
you know, I mean, you could just pull it out of anywhere. I mean, being criticized as kids, as adults, you know, being in environments where it's not safe to be open. And uh, that's why I really want to push to have, you know, the environments have to be open too. And usually if someone's brought in a coach or a trainer, they, they are wanting their environment to be better. But, but that safety thing is overlooked because, you know, you're here to work, do your job, you know, what's the bottom line, get the, you know, get the numbers out, whatever the goal is. And they forget they're dealing with humans sometimes. So, Mm -hmm. so I think, I think that, um, perfection is really not what we're striving for, right? We're striving that accountability is just for being open, honest, being free to get out there and think about, think outside the box. So, Mm -hmm. and you'll like the number eight, because that's, you mentioned that (laughs) earlier, boundaries, (laughs) boundaries start, yes, but boundaries start everywhere from what you say, what you accept, you know, what, if you get over your time, uh, your personal space as a, as a leader, um, mm-hmm. how you manage your, your, the people that you're in charge of, you know, um, so many wise boundaries in my career as a therapist and forward as a coach have come up as issues of vulnerable, you know, vulnerable issues people have, but it's the easiest thing to, to fix also. Mm-hmm. If, I, if, and it's really important. Want. Yeah. And I think when you, you know, you even go back to your, your, uh, uh, number third, your third um, point about know what your values are, you know, the boundaries and the values really go hand in hand, because if you know what your values are, you will set good boundaries for yourself mm-hmm. um, because you will know when they're in violation and you will especially know when you are violating your own values mm-hmm. by not having the right boundaries. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times people think boundaries means I have to say no the boundaries are also knowing when to say yes or how to say yes or how to say no or how to prioritize or how to say yes, but not now or right. yes, but in the future, you know, and, and, and that it, um, I know when mine get out of whack uh, without a doubt. In fact, I just had to make, make a decision on something this week that I didn't really want to let go of, but given where my values are and the importance of something else I'm doing in my business, I knew I had to let that go. Mm-hmm. And uh, by doing so, it was such a relief, you know, That's just right. saying, okay, and you can do it with grace and elegance. And yes, there's people disappointed because you've had to say no to something, mm-hmm. but wow, did the rest of everything fall back into mental place for me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it didn't, you know, and you get tired when you're working like that and you, you've got too many irons in the fire, as they say, and um, it's not in your best interest and it's not in, in the best interest of what you're working on. So I agree. Absolutely. It's, it's such a, that in itself is so empowering to say, I can't do it all, or I can't do this right now. And that's what I'm shooting for with people is that I want them to feel the sense that who they are is enough and that is great. And that they can, mm-hmm. if they start there and move forward, um, it's just fun. Everything becomes much more fun. I agree. Definitely. So the next one is communication skills, which is, mm. sounds, sounds easy, but a lot of people seem to have issues with it, you know, mm-hmm. um, much is said about communication and many think they are skilled at it. The best <laughs> communication, the best communicators are excellent listeners. And absolutely. Most of us, um, well, sometimes at least have to pay attention to our listening and make sure that we're not making it all about us and, and, course communication goes across the board to assertiveness how do i how do i speak 
and ask for what I need. How do I set limits like we talked about? And just having assertiveness skills alone is, uh, is in itself an entity that gives you choice. And if you don't have it, you know it. <laughs> and, yeah. and your voice feels disempowered because you're afraid every time, you know, I have this young girl that I, I was coaching and she says, you know, I can't speak up at, at work, like in the meetings. I don't, everyone's talking and I, I think I might have a good idea, but I can't voice it. So learning how to communicate and how to find the skills so that you can focus on certain things and practice those skills is really important too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Mm -hmm. So number 10 is emotional intelligence. Um, that's an area of self-awareness that we've talked about, but it's also, it goes deeper in terms of how, how aware are we of how others see us and mm -hmm. how we're coming across. And not everybody has that. And there are a lot of means of assessing it, but it's a really great thing to look into or to get help with because then you are confident. You don't have to wonder, like, how am I coming across or what are my strengths? I've recently been doing a lot of personal assessments with, with, our, with our team, and it's, it's just so much fun to, to get in there and find out what your strengths are. And, and it, I know where they are because it, it said I was. You know, it's not like you're patting <laughs> yourself on the back or you're saying, um, I'm all that in a bag of chips. You know, it's like I really am good at this, and now I can recognize that I have this to offer. And... Um, that's very empowering. I know that I do um, strength finders probably about every four years, four to five years. And um, I, every time, you know, there's, there's usually one element that's the same. I have one that's pretty much been the same across the board. And then the others have changed over the years. It's been really interesting to me because probably the first few times that I did it long, long ago, I didn't have uh, strategy in there at all. I wasn't a strategic thinker at all. And I thought it was interesting because I am a very strategic thinker but as I um, and communicator. But as I watch the evolution of all those, I've got them all like in a file folder so I can go back and look and see how I've changed. It's, it's really great to recognize not only how you present, you know, how, you know, what, what your core strengths are, but then you begin to see what the other what other people's strengths are, and as you try to communicate with them, the more aware you are of yourself, the more you are aware of them, and can adapt to different people's styles. They may not adapt to yours, but the more you know about yourself, the more you can try to adapt to them. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's, so it's just another tool, you know, in the toolbox. It's really fun to learn about, and I think that's the thing, and it's most important here is just knowing that all of these things are you know, empowerment might sound a little overwhelming, but it's really about just becoming the better part of who you really are and knowing what those things are. And, and um, when you know your why, you can do anything, you know, if mm -hmm. you just know those things. Uh, number 11, uh, <laughs> we were talking about earlier, is balance, you know, balance mm -hmm. in your life, whether it's personal, professional, or all the above, you know, it's just very important to to bring about balance and try to figure out where you continue to get out of balance so that you are um, personally satisfied, you know, that you have a variety of things in your life and not just too much of anything. Yeah. It's, you know, I, there've been a couple of times in my career where I was completely out of balance and, um, you know, hit points where I thought, you know, really uh, like a burnout, phase, probably three in particular that I can look back on at different points in my career. 
And I knew that I didn't have balance on, on the personal side. So it was always something that I worked very hard with when I began leading very large teams is making sure that they were aware of the balance. But what was very interesting to me is that I had people that, uh, some people that didn't believe me. So they still continued to run a thousand miles an hour and get themselves stressed out. And then I had others who said, great. And they went the complete opposite direction. So instead of a work-life balance, they had a life-work balance. And so work never took the right priority in there. And I remember at one point going, what have I done wrong? Like, I, of course I want you to go have family time. And I, you know, I've, I've done so many things to say, I'm not going to call you after work unless it's absolutely urgent. And just because I send you an email at seven o'clock does not mean I expect you to respond to the email, shut off your phone, whatever. Um, but then I had people who are like, oh, well, you know, I can't make that meeting because I've got to, you know, go to my, you know, I don't know, I got to, I'm going to, I'm on a baseball team. I'm like, no, you've got to still <laughs> accomplish your work and then figure out how to balance it all there. But it's, it's always a good dialogue, I think, with people um, about how do you find the right balance so you, you're, you're accomplishing everything you need to do to be successful in your professional life, but that you have enough foresight and awareness to have the balance on the other side in your personal life so that one doesn't eat up the other. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and uh, how do they interpret what you say? You know, that's mm -hmm. the other thing is, so tell me back what you're hearing he said, because you wouldn't have thought that had that not happened. Right. I mean, that mm -hmm. it's like they're let out of prison. It's like the bunch of, it's like a bunch of little kids, you know, as yeah, which goes back to <laughs> accountability. Right. And if they're personally accountable, then they, that's clearly they, they maybe weren't, you know what I mean? And so, so, <laughs> so, you know, making that part of the leader's uh, process is important because, because they, they, you can get out of hand if you think that you, all of a sudden there are no rules and I can yeah. do whatever I want. Yeah, exactly. That's not, not going to work. We I'm still sure have a job to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, these are fantastic tips. And I know we'll have all of your contact information on our show notes. But if somebody just cannot wait and they want to find you right now, what's the best way for them to find you? Uh, you can go to uh, JackieCleary.co. That's the website. Or I can give you my phone number. That phone number's on the website. And um, it's 918-671-2225. And uh, I'm going to be uh, putting on some webinar trainings and freebies on my website soon. So we were talking earlier about all the, all the marketing and social media stuff that's out there. And um, I'm in the process of adding some things. So yes, I'm happy to help if I can. And thank you for the opportunity to get in here and talk about empowered leadership. Absolutely. Well, before we wrap up, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Well, don't be afraid to get help. Don't be afraid to learn. Be a learner. Be a grower. Um, don't be ashamed of, of that. You know, we're all in a, we're so fortunate in the world we're in now where we have so much information coming towards us, but don't be afraid to get someone to help you. Don't be afraid to, to ask, like you're a, per, a perfect resource for that, but like, how do you do this? Or who do you talk to for this? And, and um, podcasts are a beautiful way to do that. They changed my world, you know, in terms of just how much information I could take in that was stimulating and good. And you meet so many more people that way. But um, that's what I would say is just 
be a be a learner and a grower and and don't be afraid to to get help to get people to give you the resources you need excellent i am there i agree a hundred percent jackie thank you so much for being a guest with us i'm so glad we're going to stay in touch thank you thanks so much and it was great to meet you and have the opportunity thank you for joining us on another episode of shock your potential please remember to subscribe rate and like our podcast And for more information, find us at shockyourpotential.com and shockyourpotentialpodcast.com.